Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's American Horror Story After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's American Horror Story After Show. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ, you scared the living daylights out of me. The show or the song? <laughs> the intro. Good evening, AfterBuzzers. We are here at the AfterBuzz TV studios doing things the way things always should be done with Bing. I am your host for the evening, David Scifalitti. If I'm the only one you recognize from last season, that is because all the other hosts from last season have jumped ship. We are joined with new faces to American Horror Story, not just, new faces to just like it, Afterbus. It's just like the series. It's a lot like the series. <laughs> just like the series. Same creators, different people. And David is a nun this time. It's crazy. It's, uh, I know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, let's go around the table, introduce ourselves. To my left, we have... Stephen Lemieux. Across the table... Jackie Borowski. And... Hello, everyone. I'm JC Rubio. <laughs> what? This is very formal. <laughs> very formal. We are doing... You adjust your tie American <laughs> Horror Story Season 2, Episode 1. Welcome to Briar Cliff. <sighs> Does anyone else think Briar Cliff... I know that they don't say where it is, except for East Coast... It's Boston. Boston. It, come on. It's Boston. It has to be Boston yeah. because he was like, we in, everybody, in the beginning, he said we drove to Provincetown to get married. Right. And then everybody has a Boston accent. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's what I picked up. The accent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat. And yeah. so, initial thoughts on our return to American Horror Story. Is it better than season one? Is it going to live up to season one? It's hard to say right now. I, guess I know that it is. It is. It's it's hard to say because the first episode has so many things that they just throw at you and you're kind of like, I can go this way or it can go that way. To add to that, I was I was underwhelmed because I was overwhelmed, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, all I was, the new info? I was or? underwhelmed by the episode because I felt like they were, like you said, trying to do too many things at once. Mm-hmm. It was like they're bringing in so many plot lines and still... You know that they've left out things because you know that they've left out major characters 
already. And and so I was like, oh my gosh, where is this going? What's going on? There's yeah. way too many. Was it because of the edits? Stories. You think the way they edited the episode compared to what we saw last year, which because they interviewed Ryan Murphy about it, and I guess tonally it's totally different. Like last year was more of like it was slower. The, the cuts were slower, and now it's like just cut after cut after cut. And it's supposed to keep but you off balance. I think that's paced by the writing. I mean, in the writing you have you have introduce this character, introduce this character, introduce this character, and then in the clip we get for the next episode, there's still more characters to be introduced. And so you're like, what? And they each have a story, and there's so many themes going on that. All I was thinking the whole time is this better all tie in. Otherwise, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> well, it eventually is going to have yeah. to come together. I mean, it right. did last season. They did sort of the same thing to us where they introduced characters as the season went on. And like halfway through the season, we got new characters and stuff like that. But, but I, it all I didn't sort of... feel so bombarded last season. Right. This yeah. season, I felt like someone was just punching me in the face repeatedly. Well, it is a different <laughs> wow. genre well, it's than last true. season. That's well, last true. season, it's still like. I think they were expecting most of the viewer base to be the original American Horror Story because last season they really lead you into it. They don't, they kind of baby you into the series a bit for the first two. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Two episodes. This one was like, oh, you've seen American Horror Story before? We're going to throw this at you. I disagree. Really? I think they were banking on, because this is their highest rated show so far. Yeah. And I think they were banking on. For FX. For American. For the I was talking yeah. for the series. Okay. That's the, this is the highest rated show for the series. All right. And so. I think that they were hoping to get not only the old audience, Mm -hmm. but a whole new audience as well by, A, marketing it in a different way, and then, B, having a throw-at-your-face marketing campaign, which I guess does match the pace of the episode because it's the same kind of in-your-face, in-your-face. Also, you have to expect by putting in someone like Adam Levine in your first episode and promoting it so much he's been on The Voice now, his... Fame has only grown to right. newer and better. Well, you've got right. a hot guy so, and know. hot girl like opening up the episode to draw people in. Like, new faced hot guy, new faced hot girl. Who was the girl? Jenna Dewan. <laughs> <Jenna Dwan. laughs> I don't kidding. find her attractive. I don't find her that attractive either. But, I'm not a know. big fan of her either. I, sure, she's a pretty girl, but just not my type. For some reason, I, I think but, she peaked at Step Up. I think so, too. You know? <laughs> Let's just put that out I didn't there. even see Step Damn, Up. Damn. How a, do you think she met her husband? Through Step Up. Oh. Wow. Yeah, that was kind of mean. Five minutes to her. Yeah, Jackie. <laughs> she peaked it. Yeah, what if we get on the show that. now, Jackie? Yeah. I, I am sure kidding. she's a wonderful I person. I just think her face looks like an alien. Whoa! Well, that would go with the series. Yes. Speaking of. Come on, come on. Phil, can you have like Phil a penalty is... box for Jackie, perhaps? <laughs> Phil is button happy. He, he is. He's I am too, though. It's fun. Nuts with his buttons. Have you ever felt the power of... Pers- anyway, off topic. Anyway, completely <laughs> off topic. Let's jump back to our season premiere. And if since we're on the topic of aliens, um, we might as well talk about what happens aliens. to Kit 
What's his name? Kit, Kit Walker, Walker, played by Evan Peters. First um, off, I think he's doing an amazing job. Incredible. By the way. It's incredible. I think with um, the the wonderful thing about having some actors from the old cast is I think I feel like you really see a person's acting chops when they're compared to their old roles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so when you see he's picking such subtle and amazing differences between the characterizations that he's doing, it's not it's not like he's blowing you over and he's in your face but he has picked such a subtle and wonderful characterization that I'm like oh this guy's good what differences what uh, as opposed to Tate from last year what what were those choices what did you see that was different I'm still trying to pick it up. I'm sorry. Call me. Call me the. Well, Tate. The I new mean, first off, was, he has a Boston accent. Okay, yeah, let's, let's put that out there. Tate <laughs> also was like a complete psychopath. Right, Tate, and, and you, not. you kind of. Um, it, uh, it's interesting yeah. because of the choices he makes. He, whereas um, this year he seems more wide-eyed and innocent about the thing the, about the things he's okay. saying about the movements he makes. Whereas last year you were like. Oh, He's got shifty eyes. There's something creepy he's going on, but between behind what he's saying, I'm with you. You you, you agree, Stephen? You said that he. We think he still may be psycho. It's too early to tell. We we do know that the good guys are now the bad guys. The bad guys are now the good guys. Supposedly, according to- there's always going to be twists and turns. It is a Ryan Murphy show, and right. from what we learned from last season alone, things are going to change on our perspectives of these actual characters Correct. and who we think they are and who we think is the lead isn't going to be the lead who we think is going to be the actual storyteller won't be we're just going to have to wait and see it is only episode one one yeah, yeah. I don't know He's, his character is very it's similar and different at the same time it, you're right though we are going to need to see more than one episode to see where it goes but the beginning he is very I can see the first season a little bit in him especially in like the scene with his wife like that just screamed when he was with Violet. Yeah, I disagree. Uh, really? No, I, think, I disagree. I thought it was completely different. It was as well. completely different because when you have sex with some kind of like weird latex dressing guy, the the <laughs> the movements are a lot different. The investment in his relationship, I feel, is clear in this. Right, and I feel like I feel like. <laughs> Uh, Kit, when he was making love to his wife, he was in love with her. I'm sorry, I didn't mean, yeah, he was in love with her. And Tate was more infatuated with um, Violet. Right. It was like a different type of That's a fair point, Of love. It's a different level of development, too. Right, he was like Because Tate's like a high schooler, we're assuming that this guy is an old, like, not old, but an adult. Yeah, Yeah, probably like his young 20s, early 20s, so. Right. He has a job, he's old enough to have a house and be married, so it's... Speaking of which, him being married to... Um, a a black woman in the sixties mm-hmm. is like is one of the first political things I would think um, that they did throw out to us putting an interracial couple in the sixties being like your opening. I thought was it was a very interesting way to introduce this character and who he is. Well, especially as a when person. they don't really introduce that he's in that relationship. He they mostly just reference it with the uh, three guys who go into the uh, mechanic shop, mm-hmm. right? Uh, what was it like? Wood something or uh, Bill, yeah. uh, his friend, Bill, his kind of frenemy Billy. Yeah, he talks about him ha- getting a maid. His exactly. Friend, so it was, it was like kind of a reference. I was like, "What's what is he talking about?" And then you see her, and you're like, "Wow, that no wonder he was so pissed off and immediately like grabbed the gun out of the guy's hand, like after saying something like that about mm-hmm. his wife." But they don't know it's his wife, do they? But I'm wondering. I think they do. <laughs> I'm, pretty I'm almost sure they positive do. that they do. I, I I don't I don't know because he said, I, "Let's a tell small everyone." Town. It's a small yeah, town. Yeah, it's like Things he's trying to hide it, but you know. Yeah. You okay. know. You know, that they know. I feel like that. I feel like that's the situation. It's like it's small enough where you know, but it's one of those things that's like 
not said. Do you think she's going to come back? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't. Want, you don't? No. Really? I think since we already dealt with ghosts in the last season, that there's no reason to... But maybe she's abducted by aliens. <laughs> they, she got killed. They explained it, that know. she was, it like, could, It could have been a body that was left there, or that's somebody true. else could be wearing her skin see, when th- she comes back. And that's what turned me off. It turns me off so All far right. about this season. I, I'm more into the supernatural. Yeah. And it feels a little outer limits to me this season with the whole sci-fi, with the... I don't know if you guys caught... You, you saw that he was actually... He ha- got an anal probe from the alien. Yes. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Really? It was like the feeling of watching Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. You're like, oh, no! Oh, yeah. Aliens. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> but it's not like... it's And it's like a... It's like such a cliche of yeah. aliens. You know? You know... You're we not put a chip in you. New. Well, it is a a '60s reference to That's an true. alien. It's That's not true. a modern day reference to aliens or what we would think aliens are. So we have That's to true. keep in mind when it is taking place. Right, and mm-hmm. they had the space race going on at that time, so there was an obsession with aliens and right. and space. Um, what they what they do do a really good job on in this episode is they have the the whole mental motive behind things, like with the nymphomaniac. Like it's a it's it's a disease of the soul. It's not it's not an actual thing. She's just a harlot. It's like we're both looking for our quote. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody is. I, know. I think my favorite quote so far was just when she says all monsters are human. Yeah, that was which yes. is really powerful. Pretty incredible. Well, Ryan Murphy in, in an article I was reading, he said an asylum is a place um, for the unloved and the unwanted. So he's he's playing he's playing on those kind of like mm-hmm. mental imageries. Mm-hmm. Um I love when the doctor was like, well, she still thinks she's in the charge. Right. I, my favorite line was, she's harmless, and then she drowned her sister's body and sliced her ears off. Oh, yeah. With <laughs> pepper? What did you guys think of pepper? Oh, my gosh. It was the, the first... Pepper? Pepper, the first, the first person that uh, Lana Winter saw. When oh, she, is when that she got to her name? Cliff. Yeah, her oh, name is okay. Pepper the... I don't know, the one, the one who sliced the The baby. one who sliced her sister's ears off. Yes. Yeah. A haircut Sorry. can do a her lot name. to make you creepy. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, she... <laughs> but I think that's, again, oh, it's, playing on your, it's playing on your senses of like what is and what isn't. And mm-hmm. she had decided, because the way the girl was acting, that she was like, oh, she's harmless. And then she's like, no, not really. <laughs> well, speaking of who is harmless and who isn't harmless, um, Dr. Arden versus Sister Jude... Oh, I love the doctor. Who do you? I'm excited about the doctor. Who do you think's crazier? Um, I think the sister is crazier. I think the doctor's really? crazier. I'm with you, Jackie. Yeah. What do you think? I think the doctor is more sadistic, but the sister is crazier. Oh, I, one of her quotes was, "Isn't it that the?" the but isn't ma- manipulation like a form of insanity? Oh, then I must be crazy. No, <laughs> um, no, no. Jessica Lange ended up telling um, Doctor Arden that. That the woman would always beat the alpha male. She said, "I, I forget the quote. It's towards the end of the article. Oh yeah, yes. So that lets us the patriarch or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she said. Yeah. See, my thing is, is that my feelings about Sister Jude is I think she's more blinded by her faith. Yes. yes. As opposed to being a nut job, and I think that Doctor Arden, on the other hand, is completely insane. Right. <laughs> He's a man of science. People disappear. They crazy. get sliced up. They get dumped in the woods. Hey, they don't. They get fed to something in the woods. I know. Ooh. Which we still don't know what it could be. Yeah. Well, well, there's multiple things. But I like, bet it lives in that room, and I bet that was the room where he stuck his hand into. Yeah, for sure. Well, my if he lived in the room though, why would he be feeding in the woods? That's the thing. So I'm thinking there's Maybe multiple there's like other... different 
things what? that he's doing. Yeah. Like all the pa- all the patients that have mm. mysteriously died who have no family, you know, she made it seem like there's been multiple. There's been four. Four. Yeah. Four yeah. from the past night. Well, right. And we still haven't seen, we haven't heard much about Bloody Face in the 60s one. We've only seen it in the... Kit is Bloody Face. But we don't know that. Wow. Right. That's, that's what they're referencing right. him as, though. Because that well, guy who was Bloody Face was a lot, seemed a lot bigger. Yeah, they're right. saying Kit is Bloody Face. They're trying to pin it on him, but right. like... Who he really is, like they haven't really brought up Could anything. Be anybody. Ooh, man. Yeah. Do oh. we think Adam Levine is dead? You brought that up in the. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't have to do much. Unnecessary he didn't have to do roughness. Much. But Sorry. I feel I like. Why didn't he get that? Because <laughs> I, I actually got it last time. Um, I just blamed it on you. Uh, I think that Adam Levine's character, unfortunately, probably is coming back only for viewership. They wouldn't have given us. Three separate times, <laughs> but see, he brought up the he brought up the point that okay, first off, he's listed as a guest star, right? Mm-hmm. And then secondly, he brought up the point that maybe he's too expensive to keep on for the whole. I, I don't know about that. I honestly just think that they're going to be like they're going to use it as the whole. He's dead. She gets killed by Bloody Face. Oh, let's investigate who was here, and then they but bring see, the new people. He's in. not too expensive, and I'll tell you a reason why. He would do it for scale. Do you know what? Because he wants to. This is a perfect opportunity for Adam Levine to transition into. He's already been cast in a film. Yeah, so, but I mean, working under Ryan Murphy and, come on, think about yeah. it. But no, TV's not as, TV's not as prestigious. T- TV as is actually like where everyone's moving towards yeah, now. Is, TV is more, more Only because that's where you make the money. Yeah. Well, it's, it's secure. If TV wasn't, if TV wasn't uh, a big thing, Dustin Hoffman and Steven Spielberg would not be getting into it. Yeah. Doing luck. Steven yeah. Spielberg historically show got though, I do mean historically though, <laughs> television wasn't like this You is, are right historically. This is a very recent development. Development. Yes. Right. Because no, this show has a lot true. of really huge actors mm-hmm. for not being an HBO series. Right. That's very true. Okay. That's very, all right. very true. But you can do us all here a favor at American Horror Story. Um, if you're not already subscribing to us, subscribe. subscribe. Tell your friends. Stop being creepy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the American Horror Story uh, after show. It's the tone of the show. Exactly. I know, right? You should um, be talking like this. Wonderful. Tell your friends. <laughs> Download us. I don't know why you think I'm scared. Great. <laughs> I'm scared. That's why I'm hiding behind the rocket. I thought that was, you need help or something. Well, that's beside the point. But you were saying about iTunes. That was a free shoulder massage. No, it's out there. It's done. done. Subscribe, subscribe. Let us know. You know, send us your comments. It helps keep the lights on. And we'll answer your your questions back, guys. So please subscribe. It helps keep the lights on. It helps keep the lights on. Hey, we're in the 60s. Come on. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. On, um, I don't even know what I want to talk about. What do you did guys you know Dylan McDermott's going to be a guest star? I yes. did know that. Yes. Dylan McDermott is returning. So they have a cast um, of 50,000 people. I mean, they did the same thing last season. We have to sort of That's true. keep in I mind give it that a chance. we do have to give this show a chance. Because I felt like season one, the viewership was a lot smaller mm-hmm. at the beginning. And it only grew mm-hmm. as the season continued and people started hearing about it. And Jessica Lange was getting such praise. And... Um, it's just, it's one of those shows that you have to go along for the ride and you have to think about it like an entire film. Usually. As opposed to just episodes of a a series or a season. I didn't get to talk about this, 
But for me, the difference between episode, season one and season two is in, in that first episode of season one, I was invested. By the time they got to the credits, I was creeped out. I was right. wondering what was going to happen next. With with this season opener, I, I was kind of waiting for it to I, end. I didn't feel it. That's that's why I, I agree with you on that. I'm sort of with you. With you. I, I'm not sure if they're either losing their steam with the whole theme of this type of show, or if they're waiting to give us. I think the better stuff. I do think with it's Halloween a good theme. Up. I do think it's a good theme because I, I think psychological terror is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I agree. but the I think the problem is the way to get someone invested in something is is to give them a lot of information about one thing rather than 15 million pieces of information about a bunch of different stuff. Right. Because you're not going to be invested if you're seeing, like, person A, person B, and you don't know too much about them. You're like, why do I care? Well, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is, the problem is, is that if they're going to model this season after last season and at the end of it, season beginning season three, assuming that there will be a season three, um, we'll start another genre of horror film, they're going to have to stop introducing things and get to the point of the right. of the show right. because yeah. they don't have that many episodes because FX has what 13 episode seasons well maybe maybe they were just trying to get so much information out in the first episodes they can focus more on it there's there's one thing that I've noticed about this season that has promise um oh, what think do you guys think does. of what do you think of the alliances that they've been kind of forming cuz they have uh, the Doctor and that one... And Sister Eunice. Who yeah, I'm Sister obsessed. Eunice and the yeah, Doctor. Yeah, Sister Eunice goes from side to side. She goes wherever she's needed. Exactly. So she, they have a character that goes where she needed. Then you mm-hmm. have the Doctor who's on the direct side. And then you have Monsignor and... Well, it's uh, science versus religion. Right. So. Of course, but when you have science versus religion and then you have something that neither can explain, that's when the lines are blurred and people end up in different areas. Well, the Doctor can explain it. He just hasn't yet. You know, and you're saying what cannot be explained. I mean, I, you're so you're suggesting something supernatural. Well, I'm suggesting that they're not really gonna, but they're not gonna have that this season. And then Ryan Murphy I mean, said like it the himself. aliens, like they're not gonna be able, okay. they're not gonna really explain the aliens because if they did that, it would just kind of, I think it'd probably ruin. But this doesn't mean we can rule out monsters because there are yeah. monsters. But what I'm saying is, people are gonna it's be a switching lot a lot. I think, um, oh, why can't I remember his name? The the kid Tate. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Kit. 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 Yeah. He, I think he's going to be one of the doctor's cronies because I think the doctor he's, turn into it. Well, no. I mean, he's got the he ha- found the chip in the, in, the, in his neck with the doctor. Mm-hmm. So that's something only the two of them know, and the doctor can't disbelieve him after that. But you don't think it's going to be patients versus like inmates versus people who run the asylum? Oh no, no, no. There's always there's there's patients versus people who run the asylum. Because now then he's because he was also friends with that the the French girl Grace. Yeah. Yeah. And now what I find inter- interesting is her name alone, Grace. Grace. Yes. So what is that going to mean for the? Are she gonna? Is she the one that's going to save Kit? You know, things like. Or that. is he going to be the one to save her? Or are neither of them going to survive? We're the, thing about, ah, 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 ah. the thing about her that I find fascinating is she's probably the only person in the cast that you're like, that person's not crazy. <laughs> and so you're like, she probably she's going to be really crazy. The most crazy. Yeah, yeah she's absolutely. probably the most crazy. Yeah, there's something off about her, especially like most of the characters in the show interact with somebody else in some way. She only interacts with Kit. Oh, so is this going to be Sixth Sense? Like, in a way, it feels I that way because she, she's in places she that shouldn't be. That would be too much like last season. Right. And mm. they, I don't think they'd venture into that territory. To, to and then but see, here's the thing. Do you think aliens, the aliens are just people from the future? Maybe they're just time travelers. 
Adam Levine is going to be an alien on American Horror Story. We heard <laughs> it first, hear it after, Buzz. Huh. Our wheels are spinning because we don't know. I mean, if fans know, people that are watching, let us know your theories, what you think, because literally, uh, you can tell we don't know. That's yeah. some imagination you've got. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Phil. Oh, Phil. So what Thanks about the that. politics in Thanks this? We, I feel like... I feel like they're bringing up politics because we have an election coming up. That mm. is, some of the themes I, are reflected. I do in the current too. Election. I think it it is a lot of just Ryan Murphy and who he actually that is, is as a person. That is true. Too. Um, but I don't think that it it hurts that an election is coming up and they're throwing stuff out there. But I just hope this doesn't get like. I used to love Glee, mm-hmm. and then Glee got very gimmicky. Yes, it started to. It, the episodes were based on they were putting all, the voice they were, out. They were all based around sociopolitical issues, mm-hmm. which it's great to have sociopolitical issues in there, but you can't let the issue become a, become the story. Right, but instead Glee of the story is having also issues. a show for children. <laughs> there is unplanned pregnancy. I do not think that's a show for children. We have not- Secret Life of the American Teenager. Okay. Oh, what do you what do you got? Come on. Jackie? There's yeah. lots she of like crazy season one. Oh. Anyway, we I have don't. not talked about the reporter. I, yet. I would not let I my know. children uh, watch that. Lana Winters. Children. Yes, we have not mentioned her. Yet. I know Sarah Paulson. Obsessed with her. Really, she's um, great. I think she's amazing. She's great. Fantastic. I think she's incredible, and I love that she's actually playing a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, that we, was where some of the politics. Was another thrown another out issue. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes of this episode was actually her interaction with Clea Duvall. Mm-hmm. Just that scene where she she supported her about her going to Briarcliff. Mm-hmm. <sighs> No, because I, I, it was a complete, like, the other side of the coin between Jenna Dewan and Adam Levine. I believe them. I believe the relationship. I believe the love that she had for her. I agree. Has for her. Yeah, but we're also talking calibers of actors in comparison. <laughs> yeah. There's are like, two really good actors, and then two... What did you think of the, uh, the kind of... <laughs> dot, dot, dot. The kind of back off at the end where, where, when she's talking to her, she's like, everywhere I can be is all because of you. And then she ends up in the asylum because of her. It's like, oh. You know, it's like one of those things. It's the 60s. Do you come out as a gay person in the 60s and then lose your job, right. mm-hmm. lose your home, probably get run out of town, of course. Um, the 60s, possibly go to jail? I think they picked the 60s, though, because it was such a, like, hot political era. Yeah. You have, like, Vietnam War. You have all these, like, socio-political issues going on. You have the space race. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of very fascinating historical things, especially happening right in the middle of the 60s where they where they put it, so... Right, I mean, so what would... But then you contained it all in this one space, <laughs> which is also fascinating. You're explaining, like, crazy stuff to me. Mm, mm. I like I like mm. when they bring the politics of the 60s into it, but when they try to bring current events to like right in your face, like with the with her talking signing the paper, like, but you're not a family member. You don't have the rights. Like that's a very current political issue. Is but true. it is But like, I feel like a lot of these are still current political issues. Correct. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean it is like one of those issues that even back then it was a political issue. Do you think we could lose viewers? Actually, because of the time period that it takes place, for the most part, no, no, because it it, because because these reflect on current political issues. Yeah, because yeah, I've just seen other shows that go to different time periods, and people really don't tune in. It seems like well, Mad Men. Are people not watching Mad Men anymore? That's one. Well, the, <laughs> the, the good ones avoid the racism. Example. What's that? I'm sorry. The good ones avoid the racism. Like they have a little bit of it here. Like they just have like the the maid comment and everything, but they don't focus on it. So when you're going to do a, a show in the '60s. 
you're going to lose viewers if you just focus the whole show on, oh, yeah, we're in the 60s. We're going to make women barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. That's what Mad Men does, and it's a huge draw. I mean, I'm not, obviously, I'm not defending it, but, but I'm just saying the soul. That, the, that people will watch. People will watch. People like, the thing, the thing that people like is controversy. People like watching shows with controversy, and it just so happens in a lot of Ryan Murphy's stuff, the controversy happens to be more sexual to me than anything else. Which reminds me of the scene yeah. with uh, Monsignor and... Uh, oh. That was awesome. Yes, and <laughs> Jessica Lange's character. She was hot! Oh my god, yeah. I, I, yes. was, I was in shock. I, you know, I forgot that Why she was Why were you in shock? Well, because... She's Jessica Lange. Don't Lang. you remember last season? She had, like, a teenage boyfriend. Right. <laughs> and she had, like, her bosom up to here. I'm, I still remember her from King Kong when she looked like that. And and now she's just... She's a little more seasoned. And just to see her just... <laughs> what? No, she's a little older, you know, and she... You'd still tap that. <laughs> Absolutely. Twice on <laughs> Tuesday. But... Seen her in that red little. Thank God. L- it's <laughs> what was that, David? Nothing. <laughs> no, but just that. Because Ryan Murphy did say that this season was supposed to be a lot more sexual than last season. Well, I mean, it just it seems like if you the minute you go into an insane asylum, you're like checked in. You like are rapidly masturbating nonstop <laughs> and having sex Apparently. with everybody and anybody. But here's here's the other interesting thing: is she's going around like. Yelling at the people who are masturbating, saying that basically, it. saying that uh, mental illness is really just is really just people's like desire to sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you have this person who has a wild sexual fantasy about her boss. Basically, she's good on the outside and maybe a little evil on the inside. Well, it's like she she is still susceptible to the rules that she holds other people's high high standards to. Correct, because uh, she is human. Right. Mm, and that's why that's why I found that has fascinating because it's like we get to see her human side, her her crazy desire. Yeah. So do you think uh, she'll get it on with the Monsignor? I think she'll try. No, I don't think so. Yeah, no, no, I think no. she'll try. No, I don't think she'll I even try. I think it's try. gonna just remain like one of those things that's in her head. It's, it's like, like they they add it to create the intensity between them, mm-hmm. but I don't think that she's ever going to act. What if on he it? has the same thoughts? Yeah, I don't think he does. He's going to turn out to be a homo. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. Okay. It's Ryan you Murphy. You heard it first at After Buzz. It's Ryan Murphy. We have a lesbian couple. There has to be a gay guy in it. A gay priest. Oh, that would There's be political. Gotta be something, right? <laughs> <laughs> has to be something. Oh, my God. Uh, what did, what did, you mentioned the word gay. Phil pops his head up. Oh, that's her from King Kong. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh there we go. That's beautiful. If you're not watching us on... Um, whatever you're watching us on. <laughs> After Buzz TV. After computers. TV. Whatever it is. YouTube. Um, there's a picture of a, a young Miss Jessica Lang. In Phil, will you keep that picture up for the rest of the show? monkey hand. Wow. Oh, Come on. Damn. We're not talking there about that. There is a lady present. Thanks. She, they took her off. Yeah, yeah they took on. her off the screen. Um... <laughs> Did any of you, when when they first panned the gas prices, were you like, oh? I actually didn't catch that. I didn't you even notice. Thirty cents a gallon. It yeah. didn't even cross my mind to look. And at I the feel gas like that was another like little political thing because mm-hmm. that's the first shot you see of the '60s is of the really super cheap gas prices where you've got the like handy helper gas man, and I was like. Well, I don't know if that was so much political as it really is like a you don't simple think image. Gas to prices say- are a political issue. No, it is, but it's a really. 
it's kind of a brilliant writing technique because it sets the it sets the scene and the time period without having to even explain anything. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to be like, oh, here's an old car. Oh, here's an old motors. Gas prices. Oh, they're thirty cents. This must be in the sixties. But right. remember, the customer was outraged by the prices as we are today. I know exactly. <laughs> okay, that, that but was that was the... another. I was like, I was like, oh, this is so interesting. It's already political. <laughs> <laughs> Did you also notice okay. how in the asylum, um, so first off, we're in a contained space, like mm-hmm. these people can't escape, so it's like it's like a symbol of a prison, of, the prison of your own mind, mm-hmm. and in the prison of your own mind, the, spi- the staircase is spiral. just yeah. a spiral that goes up, so it has that... Stairway to what heaven? The, yeah, the stairway to heaven, that's what yeah. they call it. What do you think of the music? Is there a significance to that music that's going to be coming back throughout the season? That was the score from Carrie. So. Really? That was the score from Carrie. Oh. All yeah. right. you. I read. I wish yeah. they would bring in some of the music that they had in the previews. Oh. Um, que sera, sera. That was what it was in the previews. <laughs> they had like this, like this wonderful, like old timey, like cutesy music that just was very jarring with the scenes. And I wish they would have brought that in. I guess they might. They might. You never know. They might surprise us as they always seem to do. They might throw in some newer music too, like because we have the present day thing. I'm wondering where they're going to go with that. I really don't know because they See, haven't provided any real story for present day. Right. Well, and you would I assume mean, they... with a flashback, you would assume that you are usually when a flashback is set up like that, you are the character in the present time. So you're either Adam Levine or Jenna Dewan Tatum. And you are, this is your experience of the past. So you're, like, you you are them, essentially. But it wasn't set up correctly if that's what it is. Well, Which is why I just don't understand it. No, so, because they don't, they don't intercut enough. No, but what if, we're, we're trying to figure out who the narrator of the whole story is this right. season. Right. It's, so could it be just Bloody Face? That would be, Very possible. that would make more sense. I don't sense. think so. But that would make more sense. Because that ties it in. Because when, you're, when you're they right, do, you're right, you're right. there's I, only really like there's only really a couple cuts where they compare like n- where they distinctly compare now and then like when she's she's running down the hall and then they switch back right. to the mm-hmm. '60s. I feel if they were the narrators, we would get more of those well, images, we still which is might. why I don't understand their function. I mean, it's last too early. season, Junction, Junction. they used the opening of each episode to explain who the new ghost was or, mm-hmm. like, what was going to be going on in the episode. And I feel like because this opener sort of came back to us twice mm-hmm. throughout the episode, it is going to be something that's going to continue on throughout the season. It's just so far, It's the, it goes along with the thing I was saying at the beginning. It's so far, it doesn't give us much information. Right, it yeah. doesn't. Because there wasn't enough time when you're throwing in everything right. else. No, so doesn't it pique your curiosity? It, it does, but, but not in a way that's, like, cohesive. It doesn't give me enough information to be like, oh, I'm hooked. It gives me enough information to be like, What's WTF. Yeah. Well, yeah, speaking yeah. of piquing your curiosity... Here at AfterBuzz, we have a great new fall lineup. Oh, How about do you tell we? us about that, David? I know nothing about it. Really? Well, I know a lot about it. We have <laughs> well, some amazing shows coming out every week. We do over 50 shows a week here at AfterBuzz TV. You can check out us on iTunes. Be sure to subscribe or Twitter us at AfterBuzzTV.com to fi- or AfterBuzzTV to find out more about the shows we do. We do Dexter. We do uh, American Horror Story, of course. RuPaul's Drag Race. So Vampire Diaries yes. later on tonight. And don't forget Brittany and X Factor, baby. And can we find any of you guys in any other shows, too? 
I'm on RuPaul's Drag Race. Vampire Diaries later X Factor. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Plugging our own shows. <laughs> yeah, come on. But come yeah, on. definitely Stay check that it. out. Sorry about piquing your curiosity. <laughs> and on that note, I think we should jump to a quick commercial break, come back with news and gossip, and go into predictions for the season. Okay. This is how long David's been here. We don't do yeah, commercials we don't do anymore. <laughs> we don't do Look, commercials. I want to do a commercial. No commercial. I hate you, Phil. Billy Mays here with another TV news. Oh, any news and gossip? Do we they have? Don't yes. Do commercials? We got a f- yes. No. See, we, I'm not the only one, Phil. We can talk about. I've Dil- been here that long too, D- apparently. Dylan Here's what back. we do. Fans didn't like commercials. Right. We listened to the I fans. Know that. We I'm got sorry, rid fans. of commercials. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We listened David to and fans. I are apparently. Yeah. There's no commercial because Phil hates me. Look, Evan, <laughs> Emma Roberts and Evan Peters get artsy in L.A. Emma Roberts and her boyfriend, Evan Peters, stepped out on the artist, Art of Elysium's Genesis event powered by Ciroc Vodka in Los Angeles this past Friday. Inside the event, the couple who both will star in the upcoming film Adult World enjoyed cocktails and happily posed for photos. How long have they been dating? 0.25 I don't think seconds? That long because a <laughs> while... wasn't she dating Cord Overstreet yep. and then everybody else mm-hmm. in the world? Anyway, now she's dating Evan Peters. She she is a lot like, I feel like her ex-boyfriend who dates his co-stars. Um, Matt Damon? Mm-mm. I'm not picking up on this one. I can't remember his name right now. I, He's an English actor. He was in Magic Mike. Channing oh, Tatum? Alex Pettifer. Alex Pettifer, yeah. Yes. So oh. Alex Pettifer and her did a movie yeah. together when they were really young, mm-hmm. and they dated for a really long time. And then they broke up, and then she did something with Cord Overstreet and started dating him. He did something with Diana Agron, he, and they started dating. That was I mean, Glee. It's like, what? He, wasn't he with in Glee with What's-Her-Face? With Diana? Yeah. No, he was in I Am Number 4. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and I feel like the two of them will end up back together. <laughs> Just okay. putting that out there. Okay. <laughs> Relationship advice. Relationship advice. Alex and Emma get back together. We're meant for each other. We got more news? What? We do have more Yay. news. American Horror Stories' Jessica Lang. Did she have plastic surgery? She has been reported by Raider Online to have undergone a good deal of plastic surgery over the past few years, according to the expert celebrity plastic surgeon Dr. Anthony Yoon. Lang 63, who plays Constance Langdon on American Horror Story, which is not true anymore, looks very different than she used to, according to the doctor, who describes Lang's transformation from how she looked when she starred on Tootsie with Dustin Hoffman in 1982. Oh, it's a good thing that they're picking something from 1982 <laughs> to compare her to. I know, but what do you... No, but they're saying that she looks... As having aged as a woman, she would have looked differently I'm okay now with that. than okay. she would. I'm then. okay with that because she hasn't redone her face to the point of looking like a bizarre alien. Yeah. No, because she's still, she looks age appropriate, and if she wants to get a chin tuck or an eye lift, a I'm fine. With this that. is Hollywood. It is Hollywood. Um, I don't mind. I think she looks great. Slope. I love her. She yeah. looks great, and she, she doesn't do look overdone, wrong. so I don't really care. No. Yeah, I mean it. it I don't blame people for doing the stuff they're going to do. Why not? Like, right? uh, it's only when they 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 start to have creepy face that you're like, okay, stop. <laughs> they start looking like a cat. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. That's your After Buzz TV news and gossip. I have. What do you have? Who's? I just said that. I have the costume. Look at that. Yeah. If we... you guys are looking to be something, if you haven't found your Halloween, Halloween costume, this is available for you. It's a latex or no, polyester. What is it? I doubt it's latex. All the guys you know, here are going to wear much did that this for cost? Halloween. You're making me horny. It's polyester. <laughs> how much did this cost you? Um, 
Oh, I have, I get credits on Amazon, so okay. I got it for like twenty bucks. Wow! See, look you should have put it on. Steve, did you buy it through AfterBuzz TV? I did not, so I did not make Phil Svitek oh. five cents. D- is it stretchy? <laughs> have you? Tried I have it not on tried yet? it on yet. I didn't want to take it out of the package because I imagine that it's going to be very large. Did you bring condoms? Yes. Yes, we did. It is a condom. This is a condom. Yeah. It is. And if you don't want to go this route, you can always just go to your local sex shop and buy a latex suit for yourself. Or It'll be the best sex you will ever have. This probably not. Did anyone realize that the um, scientist James Cromwell also has latex gloves? Yes. Ah. I was I like, oh, nice the touch. Theme. I keep the doing 22 this, like, year old virgin so, is in the house. So, really Steven, Steven <laughs> you're, you're saying this. Why? So, giving people ideas for what to wear for Halloween. Exactly. And I mean, this can be anything. Okay. You can be or the rubber man with a sombrero. You can be the creepy eyeball lady, too, from last season. The maid eyeball lady. Oh, yeah. Oh. They, she they do is have that also costume. coming back. Yes, yeah, she is. This season. I love Frances her. Frances Conroy. I love mm-hmm. her. She will be back. No, because I want to find out when we're going to see that white nun. Oh, the yeah. The one that's in all white, her the face is white. Yeah, it's just it's like just one of those things for the promos. Yeah. Really? I don't think that's going to be like... I think, I, I think I, we can predict. I mean, we might as well jump that? into predictions for the rest <laughs> of the season. Now, you're after Buzz TV. The rest of the season? I don't even know what's going to go on next week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I mean... I'm just kidding. We can have our assumptions, right? That's why we yeah. call them predictions. Um, where would you like to see the season to go? Let's say that. I, I'm just, like I said, I'm still crestfallen that it's not moving. I want Supernatural, so I I don't know. I really, I, I, I'm so still, I, I'm still lusting after season one, and I can't get past it. Literally. It's time to move on. Yes. Jackie. It is not season one. We actually can't compare them. To each other because they different are very entities. different entities. The only thing we can compare is the acting. Correct. Um, no, we can't even do that. No, I. But you can. Oh my god. No, no, yes, no you can. can. Okay, so as, as far as the season goes, what would you I like think, to see? I think that the aliens are really going to be time travelers from the future. Oh, you're putting that out there. Mm-hmm. All right, time travelers from the future. I like it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do you think? I just think like. Hey, I have ideas. Don't mock it's me. A prediction. I'm not mocking you. I'm. I'm We're saying allowing you to have it, your prediction. If it it's just fine. turns into that, welcome if to American tur- Horror Story season two: Aliens from the Future <laughs> in the, the '60s with the shark. She didn't say aliens. Exactly. She said time travelers. Time travelers. Yeah, I said from I the future. I think they're actually the people. And because because when you see whenever you see those movies where people try and travel. People always think that the from the past think that the people from the future are aliens because they're dressed differently. It's true. H&M. That's very true. And there could be like a t- uh, a stamp, like a. Maybe we're also going place. to see some like. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe we'll see some characters that come in with like a goatee, and then you see them without the goatee, so they have like an evil one, a good one. Okay, that's that's a, that's a really. I stand by my idea. I'm being, aliens I'm being from an the ass. future. I'm sorry. I stand that's by a it. Really great prediction. I'm gonna hold on to my prediction until the end. Actually, I'm into it. Now you're out I'm of control. You're out of control. No, there's something that you mentioned last week that maybe should be brought up. That uh, Ryan Murphy said that there was going to be one huge, colossal twist at the end. Yes. It wasn't Ryan Murphy though. It was the girl who plays the cheerleader. Oh. Murphy didn't say anything. Oh, okay. It was the girl who plays the cheerleader, and she said, there's an opportunity for me to come back because there's a giant twist at the end, but I have not yet been asked back. Ooh. So you take that as you will. I take it as aliens from the future. Bam. Interesting. 
Where do you go with that one, David? <laughs> I'm gonna have. I to like that you're on my Aliens from the Future think team. About it. <laughs> I, if I remember correctly, that music really fell. Come on, what are you doing? Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> if I remember correctly from last season, I didn't make any predictions on the first episode. I waited. I Wrong you. answer. I hate you. Um, we need to know. Come on, David. I. I have to wait until episode two. Oh, come on. You wanted me to say something. Come on. I really don't have any predictions as far as what might be happening. Um, What I would like to see and what I think is going to happen, um, I think this year Sarah Paulson is going to be nominated for an Emmy. I would hope so. Um, Because I think she's already, episode one, doing an incredible job. And from the small clip of what we saw, what's going to be happening throughout the season... She's going to be, I think, our quote-unquote breakout star. Mm. Um, I think we might see some characters that are figment that are only figments of an imagination. Sure. As we move towards who the story is actually in the person of. Yeah. Right. And remember, Doctor Arden said that the devil is in the front cortex of the mind. Yeah. So that everything is made up. So that's why it could be scarier than last season. So. Can't wait for our first lobotomy. There we go. Wait, what if the whole thing know. is just created in someone's exactly. mind? Yeah. That's, that's what I thought all along. Ah. So. Well, I mean, just like we did dead. something last season where we compared each episode to a horror film. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're going with it being created in someone's mind, it's not a horror film, but watch it anyway. It's kind of really stupid. Sucker punch. Takes place in a mental institution as well, um, and everything sort of happens in one character's mind. Um, and it involves like lobotomies and all that stuff, and cute young girls and strippers. Really hot girls. You know, it's entertaining for a second. Um, <laughs> it's not scary, but if you're a straight male, watch Sucker Punch. <laughs> it's fun to watch. I I'm just going to put it out it. there. Just watch it. <laughs> It's fun. I enjoyed it. Um, Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you all next week here at the AfterBuzz TV studios. Um, Have a wonderful night. Subscribe, tweet us, follow us. Where can (laughs) can they follow you? you? Oh, you can follow me at The Everyday Man. Jackie? I'm at 123Jackie underscore B. Steven? I'm at Steven Lemieux. And I am at You Can Call Me Skiff. That's the letter you can call me Skiff. You guys have the weirdest Twitter names. I hate you, Phil. Have a good night. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 